Heads up. This episode is about Honey Pop, which is a game that is rated adult only on Steam. So if that's not you, skedaddle. And if you are an adult but want to know what you're getting into, I will describe this exactly how the devs do on their Steam page. This game contains adult content, including frequent nudity, sexual dialogue, sexual scenes and scenarios, references to drug and alcohol use, and anime boo- That's for real. That is exactly what they say on the Steam page. You can look it up yourself if you want, but that's, that is what is on there. Since humans could run, we've been trying to run faster than the other humans. When we domesticated horses, we gave them funny names and raced them. When we invented the car, we invented the NASCAR. And when Ryan Coons added match three puzzles to an anime dating sim, we averted our eyes from the scantily clad ladies in favor of landing a sick combo. My name is O, and today we're breaking Honey Pop. Break your game. Podcast for speedrunners who dare to ask, huh, why not? I'm pushing the boundaries of radio friendly this week, but ever since I talked about it in the first episode, I've been really wanting to actually go more in depth into the Honey Pop speedrunning community. They're actually quite friendly folks, and I actually do believe them when they say they played this game for the puzzles. So Honey Pop, are you familiar? Uh, if you were a Markiplier fan circa 2015, I'd say probably. Or maybe you have a taste for sassy anime girls and Bejeweled. That's basically what Honey Pop is. You go on dates with girls and strategically get in their pants by doing well at match three style puzzles, giving them gifts, feeding them, buying them drinks, etc, etc. Like a hot Tamagotchi. A Tatamagotchi. <laughs> When I posed the question of being on the podcast to their Discord group, Honey Pop Runners were very excited at the idea, so I talked to three of them. Colonel Blam, Rowlet for Senator, and Necrop. Um, I'm Colonel Blam, third place, third best runner for uh, Honey Pop. I shared the same name on every website pretty much, like YouTube, Twitter, speedrun.com. So, you know, Necrop. This was like the first game I ever speedrun, but I remember... I remember watching like a close friend play the game and I'm like, I could totally beat him. <laughs> and then a week into buying the game, I just started speedrunning it. I've been doing it for two years. They were not only lovely to talk to, but they were all sort of friends with each other and were very self-aware about the fact that they sounded very silly discussing runs like get laid easy. What has that experience been like connecting with other people who are running the game? Oh yeah, it's definitely that's where all the motivation comes from because it's like you have people to see what you're doing like you have people to just post to and like give updates and then what's been happening is if there's active people you can just like play with them and then you're both improving while you're both like sharing experiences with the game because i started with the the classic garrett how to speedrun video and then just having like garrett in the discord like he's so helpful and people like that who just like share knowledge just living in this small town in Poland, I like nobody knows about Honey Pop. So yeah, being here to like find so many people who actually like share my interests is really nice, and like I can actively like race with them and whatnot. We like have tournaments. It's it is very fun. Well, you know, I I mean I was just uh like a fan of Honey Pop, uh, not even for the hot busty babes. I did genuinely like the uh. The match three. Mm -hmm. like, I think it is the best match three game out there. I, I had like 70 hours on it when I started speedrunning it, and now I have like 540 or something. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Do you ever uh, <laughs> do you ever have trouble um, discussing your runs with with people in your real life? I know that this one is definitely uh, an interesting game to have on your uh, on your library. <laughs> uh, that's so funny because I've literally I've literally been introduced to people w- without me knowing. Like the, just new people I meet, my friends have already talked to them, and they're like, "Oh, you're the honeypop guy." <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh my god. It's a, it's a funny personality trait to have. The consensus seems to be that the more you play, the more you're able to recognize good patterns and counteract the randomness of the puzzle board. It's not uncalled for for puzzle games with a lot of randomness to have a vibrant speedrunning community. I mean, Tetris was one of the earliest games that got ultra competitive and it falls under similar principles. Actually, there's a word for this, the Tetris effect. If you've ever played so much Tetris that you started seeing T-spins in your sleep, or stacked your groceries wishing you had a long skinny piece to complete the line, or even said something and then imagined that little minus symbol over the other person's head like in The Sims, you have been seduced by the mystical Tetris effect. I asked, playing a lot of Honey Pop does not help you date real girls. As Garrett described it, it's like a chessboard. Like how a chess grandmaster sees the best moves in a chessboard, we see the best moves in a Honey Pop board. <laughs> so I love yeah. I, I love like within within the context of this cuz like the puzzles are genuinely very fun. Like that is why I really enjoy it, but it, it is very funny when you discuss it in the context of well, you have to notice the patterns on the board and play the chess game in order to get the woman to sleep with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's kind of, you know, I I'm sure like 90% of people would not take me seriously, which, you know, that's justifiable. But I am very passionate about the game. So for strategies in particular, there's really not much to it in my opinion. It's just like reinforcing basic skills, like matching the puzzles and just like getting the good setups. And also for the date portion, it's all just knowledge and like how you can menu and how to manage your various resources that you have available. The get late easy mode is obviously, it's the most ran, it's the easiest, it's the shortest, whatever. And then there are like, there are categories that are longer and there are categories that are harder, and there are categories that are longer and harder. I specifically like the harder ones just because it's less like luck based. Because you have to complete the board very quickly, and in order to do that, you have to get a big move very quickly. But in a harder category or like a harder difficulty, you have much more time to like make a big move and then actually still do good. And because all I'm doing the entire date is trying to set up like a big move. That's like really good. That's why I have the world record in the hard mode, but the easy mode I'll give to people who are insane. <laughs> so Garrett actually made like a, in his video, he details how to do training and he recommends things like an aim trainer, to like actually make the matches themselves. But he also does recommends exercises for just like learning the patterns and make, matching them quickly. Because there are quite a few patterns in the game that are like easy setups to make once you learn them. Right, just getting used to the grid and how to like make it your own. Are there any particular strategies that you find most interesting um, that maybe a casual, casual gamer might not know about? Well, first of all, the intro has the intro is always it's it's consistent. It's always the same board. The tokens that fall aren't always the same, but the starting board is. You can get a seven of set up there with like four moves, and yeah, that's. So like intros in a real split, but also uh, we have the the time travel skip, which you know, 
might sound kind of crazy for a Candy Crush. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's basically when, when you meet with a woman for the first time, you have a set time, like morning or evening or, you know. And if you're ahead of that time, the, the game's going to skip you to the next day. So, like, if you're evening one and you have to meet the girl at morning, at morning it's going to take you to morning two. And that way you can, uh, you know, how you can only date them once a day. You can just skip that. Okay. So there's like, there, some of the interactions are scripted to happen at certain times of day. So you can just use that to your advantage. Yes. Of course, this would not be break your game without the ever important, which girl is best girl question. Careful listeners will remember that my first encounter with a honeypop speedrunner in episode one involved my absolute shock that Audrey, who I despise, was that runner's favorite girl. Well, she's also the favorite of Blam and Necrop, but, but, Rowlet likes Celeste the best. Iko is my favorite, but Celeste is an alien, and I think that's still pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Those people are just wrong. I think that they must have some sort of, like, masochism thing going on. Oh, definitely. (laughs) They're on the bottom side of the foot, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I've never heard that before. That's hilarious. (laughs) But thank you so much for, for talking with me today. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Thanks, thanks for inviting us to this podcast. It's uh, nice to get some outside viewings for our uh, small community. Yeah, and that's, that's why I love this show. Thanks for listening. Hopefully not in public. Listen, there's absolutely no shame in being a Match 3 enjoyer. I 100% at Honey Pop, and so has my roommate. I would simply suggest practicing your runs in a private place with headphones and a locked door, lest ye be the subject of endless ridicule from your younger sister. Speaking from experience. Thanks to all the runners who helped me out on this episode, and thanks to my roommate, Anna, for reinvigorating my love for Boob Jeweled and helping me finish this episode on time. If there's a game you enjoy or even one that you run yourself that you want to see on the show, pop onto the Discord server and suggest it there. Share the show with your friends or make some new friends on there. See you later, gamers.